Friends, I have some terrible news. It's not about you. The kingdom of heaven, I mean, and the gospel, and for that matter, the church, it's not about you. There's a lot of talk about this gospel, and rightfully so, it's a difficult one. Much of the discussion that I've heard centers on whether or not it's fair. In this parable, it is assumed that we, the people of God, are the laborers. The landowner is God, doling out equal portions to those who show up early and to those who come late. The spilled ink often deals with whether or not this scenario is fair, whether or not it matters if it's fair, whether or not the point is that it is not fair, or whether or not it's okay for God not to be fair. We workers, we like our fair wages, after all. You get what you work for. If you love God all of your life and you toil and labor to make the world a better place, you raise your kids to be good citizens of the kingdom, you deserve more. More than those Johnny-come-lately folk who either purposefully or ignorantly delay right living until the very last breath. Now, we know that the right answer is that God's distribution of grace is blind to merit. We know that God offers love in gracious abundance and that the kingdom of God is no place for punching a time card, for gold star stickers, but secretly, and sometimes not so secretly, this makes us really, really mad. Righteously indignant, perhaps. We want to be rewarded for our work, loved according to our ability and our willingness to, to contribute. Our value, we have always been told, is based on our production here in this world. And secretly, we wish it were so in the kingdom of heaven. This is the prodigal son tale of Matthew's gospel. Twisty and, un and difficult and unfair. And because we are human beings who like to see our own reflection in just about everything, we go straight to those laborers to measure up. Am I like the first cho to be chosen? Similar to that older brother in the other story, arriving early, working hard and indignant afterward? Or am I closer to the last group called, like the prodigal younger brother, shiftless, embarrassed, maybe ashamed to arrive so late in the game, thrilled to be equally compensated? It's natural to look for ourselves in the parables, to figure out where we fit in the kingdom. But then back to that terrible news I mentioned earlier. It's not about us. This parable is about God. If we change the way we look here at this story, Rather than looking for our own reflection, we look instead at an image of God. We will see a truth more profound than fairness and desert. The parable of the laborers in the vineyard, 
more properly called the parable of the landowner, reminds us, just like that parable of the loving father, that our rules simply do not apply in God's kingdom. There is no fair and unfair. There is no deserving or too late or better than or lazy. There is only God. That which God gives us, grace, forgiveness, abundant and abiding love, these are not things that we earn with hours of backbreaking work in the scorching heat of the vineyard. And that's a good thing because even at our very best, there's nothing we can do that will merit that grace. Nothing we can do to earn our forgiveness. Nothing that we can do to be good enough for that love. These things that God gives us are given freely, undeservedly, as abundant as the waters of baptism and as readily available. We can't earn it, but we also can't lose it. By human standards, it isn't fair. But our parable reminds us, luckily, broken yet beloved, the kingdom of heaven does not run on human standards. So why bother? The work is hard. We can't earn God's love, and it won't be taken away. Why risk the sunburn and the chipped nails, the sore back and the broken heart? Precisely because we are so loved. Now that I know about a love so deep and so wide, I have no choice but to proclaim it in my words and in my deeds. There is no way I can work hard enough or long enough to earn it, but I can. I can respond to God with my voice and my hands and my feet in gratitude and in humility. I can work, work to make the kingdom of earth a better place, to make it a place where everyone knows as I do that they are loved deeply and forgiven always. Those of us who know that grace, who understand that love, we can't help but try. We can't help to answer the outpouring of love from God in the bumbling and inadequate ways that we know how. We love back. And that is why, again, my friends, it's not about you or me. This parable is about God and the abundance God gives, unbidden, undeserved. This community, this community isn't about you either or your needs or what you deserve. This community is about God. And this community is about responding to the gospel in our thoughts and prayers and words and actions all together. It is about being a people grateful and humble enough to give and give and give our time, our talents, our treasures without seeking reward. It is about reorienting our lives 
individually and collectively, just as we reoriented our look at this parable, away from our own reflections, away from our own needs toward God, toward the needs of a hurting world where the answer is now and will be forever love and love and love. Amen.